This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Right now, though, the NFL Review Preview, where we look back at week seven to prep for week eight. It's time to kick off the NFL Review Review Preview. All right, time for the NFL Review Preview. We look back at Week 7 to prep for Week 8. And uh, let me go first here really quick because you guys, your teams are still alive. And my team technically, mathematically still alive, but they're in big trouble because the Vikings are 5-1 and one this season. They're coming off the bye and the Packers. They had games where I thought they were very winnable. You had the Giants. You had the Jets. Granted, the Giants game was on my birthday. It was in London. You have to fly back, no bye week. You have to take on a tough, young, hungry Jets team who at the time had Brees Hall, and you lose that game at home at Lambeau Field. But then the most embarrassing loss, probably in the last, I would say, six to seven years, definitely the most embarrassing loss in the tenure of Matt LaFleur as head coach of the Green Bay Packers took place at FedEx where the Washington Commanders beat the Green Bay Packers. Even though the Green Bay Packers had another double-digit lead in the first half, which they once again Blue injuries all over the place. Alan Lazard dealing with the shoulder injury, which is a huge issue because he's uh, one of the only wide receivers that Aaron Rodgers trusts, and everybody else is either a rookie or on the injured list right now, like Randall Cobb. Sammy Watkins did come back, but he's dust. The defensive side of the ball, best player, Rashawn Gary, leaves that game. He's in the concussion protocol. What I learned is the Packers aren't very good, but what I also learned was the market was going to overreact a little bit. Look ahead line against the Buffalo Bills. Sunday night football was four to start the season. We go all the way up to 12, and it's my biggest bet of the week. The Green Bay Packers will get up for this game because their season's on the line. I don't know that they're going to win it, but plus 400 with Aaron Rodgers is worth a sprinkle. Biggest dog he's ever been. Bills are great, but I think the Packers could at least hang within 12. If not, not watching a game the rest of the season. I'm kidding. I will, but I'll be angry. Well, you did say that last week Yeah, he did, and he said he wouldn't show up for two weeks. I'd like to say a prayer for your wife. If I didn't have a son or a wife, definitely would be at home right now, but I have to keep ticking on, unfortunately. I'd like to say a prayer for your wife and your son. If the Packers lose and the fact that you have a bet on that, too, that's just... I just want to... Just hang within the number, and then we get the Lions next week and maybe a bounce-back spot. If they win, I'll be the happiest person ever, and if they lose but they lose by only 11, 10, 9, I'm fine with it. I do think, I was going to talk about maybe the Bills as a teaser option, but I don't know, man. No. We're getting Rodgers. I I think the Packers are live. I'm going to say it. The season's on the line. This is a talented team. They're playing like crap right now. Rodgers called them out. He was on Pat McAfee today. 
He said, anybody that's not showing up and doing their job should be benched right now. And I loved hearing it. He there said it. Go. He said it in a meaner fashion. But I learned my team sucks. Uh, but I did learn that I could probably make uh, a little bit of money off them this Sunday night, plus 12 against the Bills. What about you guys? Yeah, love the pack. My review preview, I'm going with the Giants. The fact that they won yeah. again. They're 6-1. and one. They're four. They're five and zero oh, straight up as underdogs this season, and they're underdogs again this week in Seattle against the four and three Seahawks. Seattle's minus three. There are a lot of people, myself included, when this line came out, I'm looking at it and I'm like, am I really gonna bet against the Giants again as a plus three? But I think you have to. I think you have to keep going to the well. The fact that they're 6-1. and one, At what point do you say enough is enough, I have to back the Giants? But see, Trista, that's what makes us great. That's what makes this show so good is the fact that we don't do that. It's the people. The fact that we are willing to consistently Consistently money. go back to the well. <laughs> Keep going back. That's what makes us good. You know what good. other betting shows do that we don't do? No, they just win give money. in. They win give money. in. They give in. They say, you know what? I'm done betting I against won. the Giants. I, beat, I, I ended up taking the Giants last week did. against the Jags. And good for you. And I, yourself some money. It was not an easy bet. I tell you that. It was very no. ugly. I know. It, it was ugly. Well, Seattle, you, I think, actually is a good Who do you team. like this week? I, I think I would probably need to spend some more time thinking about some <laughs> okay. things. Because... Here's the thing. I, I I really do believe Brian Dable is that good. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. There's no denying that. He's great coach. I yeah. And actually, actually and I, I want to be able to talk to Baldy about this at some point because I was thinking about it today as I was reading about the Giants. And we'll get back to sort of what that means for the future. But how many coaches do you think actually come in and they assess what they have in a quarterback and then – literally build an entire blueprint around not what they hope to have, not what they wish that they could run, but what the skills and attributes and, and like strengths of their key piece to their franchise is, and then move from there. Like how many percentage wise do you think do that? Especially with that wide receiver. Less than 10 teams, I would say. And I, I mean, I think and they're like, not even committed to Daniel Jones no. because I mean, if they make the playoffs and how, they win 11, 12 games, are they going to commit to Daniel no. Jones? And I how, think they're going. I think you have to. I, at that point, I think it's even more impressive because Brian Dable says, "I'm so good, I could create an entire new scheme next year around a new quarterback." Like this is he's running literally the same like five plays and saying, "Can you stop it?" And it, like it looks a little different. There's some wrinkles. Receivers. No, and it's but it's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant, and it's like. So many coaches will try to do things that, I mean, even Matt LaFleur right now is trying to do things with personnel he does not have. He's like thinking about that he still has Devontae Adams, which he does not have. It's like you need to go and run the ball. You need to take, like honestly, LaFleur needs to take a page out of Brian Dable's handbook and start doing the things that only work. This just reminds me of when we saw the Steelers as 14-point underdogs go to Buffalo and just got absolutely waxed. And then the next week, they were double-digit dogs to Tampa, and nobody wanted to touch Pittsburgh because it's tough when you bet on a team and they lose that way, and then it's tough for you to go back the next week emotionally as a better. And Pittsburgh was clearly the right play. So for people who took Jacksonville last week, Knowing that the line was clearly telling you to pick Jacksonville, that was the right side, considering New York was five and one, Jacksonville was two and four, and somehow the Jags were favored in that game, and they lost, 
And now again, the Giants are underdogs in a game that if you ask most people who should be favored in this game, 80% would pick the Giants, if not more. They would say, how are the Giants not favored in this game? So I just, it's tough. I know it is to go back to the well again against a Giants team who is so good as underdogs and so good against the spread. But I think Seattle's the play. I think they have to be the play this week, minus three. I think I would have to take Seattle under team total. Even with how potent this offense is, the Giants' defense has been really elite. They're holding teams. I mean, I think it's them and the Cowboys that are really holding teams down pretty consistently. Mm. So I don't have a number for that right now, but I would look at that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's going to be a great game. And what a big game for both teams, right? I mean, you talk about like the NFC wild card now. We know the Giants aren't winning the division. The Eagles are. And Seattle's probably not going to win the division. San Francisco is. Yeah. So I think Seattle could win this division. Jimmy Jimmy G looks bad. They're not winning this division. Ah. San Francisco's going to win. So this game is big for the wild card because all of a sudden, if the Giants lose, they're six and two. And if Seattle wins, they're five and three. And Seattle is the tiebreaker. And now this game becomes massive. So it's a great game. I can't I can't wait to watch it. Seattle money line's probably the right play. Yeah, Minus I think that's probably true. In a game like this that Trista, like you said, it's probably going to be defensive. Seahawks team total under. They're going to be field goals. It's in Seattle, so who knows if we're going to get some rain and weather. But I really, I think Seattle's going to win this game. Another one I had, when you look at the review preview, the New England Patriots, right? I mean, just a stunner yesterday. Getting beat how they did by Chicago. So they lose at home. They have to travel to the Jets on a short week. You have to play a divisional opponent against a team that's won four straight games, and the Patriots are favored in the game. Minus one and a half. I Patriots, bet you like that. My favorite bet of the week. I bet you like my that. My favorite bet of the week is the New England Patriots. Who do you want as your quarterback, Zappy or Mac Jones? It's a good question. I want I want Mac. I want the return of Mac. Return of back Mac. In they the should fold. play that for him when they he should. comes on the field, they honestly. Have, uh, that would give instill some confidence. Yeah, my review of the week is really just about the Jets sort of going for it, right? Love that. Like, With you, James you Robinson, lose yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker... And you know they're going to be trying to figure some things out there. Uh, Even with Dwayne Brown, who's been back from injury, Elijah Vera Tucker looked like he could be one of the best, if not the best, offensive linemen in terms of versatility right now. So he goes down for the year. Brees Hall goes down with the ACL tear. And you think to yourself, all right, well, the Jets are sort of ahead of schedule. Like, this is a wash. Very cute story. They go back to being the Jets. And they say, oh, no. Uh, Oh, excuse me. What do they say? Uh, contraire, mon frere. Mon frere. Uh, con- au contraire, mon frere. And they go out and get James Robinson, who yeah. is an absolute beast. He didn't really play much last week against the Giants. And it's only going to end up being a fifth-round pick, as long yeah. as he rushes for 280 more right. yards. Yeah. So that's that's going to be very interesting, and I think that shows that the Jets are not in— not in win-now mode, but compete-now mode. Sure. I mean, they haven't made the playoffs in, what, a decade? So now there's some excitement around that team. You have cornerstones with Quentin Williams and Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall when he comes back, and Garrett Wilson's been a nice young receiver. Zach Wilson still hasn't done anything special, but he's no, managing he the game. To. But 
And that's why I like the Patriots this week is because obviously Belichick, since he's been there, has just dominated that franchise. He's dominated Zach Wilson. Yeah. And there's something about the NFL when teams get embarrassed the following week, just backing them. I mean, there's there's a pride factor at play here. It's a divisional game. The Patriots, it's one game at the end of the day against the Bears. It wasn't pretty. It was on national television. It doesn't look great, but it was one game. Yeah. And and the and di- don't forget, two weeks ago, the Patriots made uh, their last opponent look very the Browns. So, yeah, the Browns. Sure. They beat Which them says up. a lot about the Browns. Yeah. I, mean, I got a big takeaway that the Browns stink. And I don't even think that, I, I, I don't think Deshaun's Even though be they able covered. To say- He's, yeah. he's not going to be able to save this team. Yeah, they did cover yes, for you, so that was nice, they as cover. they always will against Baltimore. My biggest takeaway from the weekend is, like, I watch my team run offense, or I watch, like, some of these other teams. You know, like, Atlanta was fun to watch the first couple weeks of the season, but there's not really a team to watch like the Kansas City Chiefs. No. Every week, they don't run the same package. And, you know, Mahomes said that in training camp. He's like, I feel bad for fantasy football owners because every week it's going to be somebody new. And I love what they do because you have your deep guy in MVS, then you have Juju, who's been a great pickup. I know he you know, wasn't great in Pittsburgh, but he's a perfect underneath guy. And then Travis Kelsey like, looks younger every single year. I think they're live in the AFC. I won't be shocked if they beat the Bills again because Andy Reid's in his bag right now. The defense is young and figuring things out. And offensively, they look awesome. You know who else is starting to look really great offensively, the Bengals. though? Yeah, man. Joe Burrow, 481 yards, three touchdowns. Joe Mixon's starting to run the ball a little bit better. They're at their best when they finally get the ball to Tyler Boyd. Like, I'll never understand why they forget that he's on the roster. He's their best slot receiver. Yeah, he's so good. He I love Higgins and Jamar, but those are guys you play on the outside. Right. You know, Boyd opens everything yards. up. What were, your, what were your thoughts on Dallas beating the Lions 24-6? Didn't it feel like the game was much closer than that? Oh, for sure. So I've been talking. Micah Parsons is the best player in the NFL. And I, and I know that it's a uh, quarterback award, but I think he should be the MVP. Not only the defensive player, which he's right now minus 135 <laughs> to win defensive player of the year. In week eight. But look, dude, like Derek Carr has better MVP odds. Geno Smith, okay, I'm fine with. And Kirk Cousins is having a nice start to the season. But it all just goes quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Christian McCaffrey. You have to keep scrolling all the way That's down. That's impossible. Like, it just doesn't make any sense, man. I mean, he's he's the best player in all of football. He is a game wrecker. And it's fun. I remember I would, like, talk he's to my so dad fast. or, like, my uncles growing up, and they'd be like, just watch Lawrence Taylor. Don't watch the ball. Don't." Watch. And I'd be like, no, I'm going to watch the quarterback and the running back, and I want to see points. But the way that he just blows up a game is unreal. And imagine if he just rushed the quarterback. Like, that was all he did. They have him in coverage. He's covering tight ends down the and field. And he's wide running receivers. like 21 miles an hour. Dan Quinn's made himself a bunch of money. Cowboys yeah. are scary. Mm-hmm. They're going to beat the Packers here in a couple weeks, and I'm going to be very embarrassed for Matt LaFleur losing to Dallas uh, is going to be a Mike player. McCarthy. They're going to be a player in the postseason because they run the ball and they play great defense. That's not something they've really been able to do here since trying to get back to the Super Bowl. They've had these high-flying offenses, and the defenses have been inconsistent. But, man, with the way they get after the quarterback, how they force turnovers, and with how they can run the ball with Zeke and with Pollard, if Dak can work his way back from the thumb injury, and there was clearly some rustiness against Detroit, but that Dallas is going to be a player in the uh, Yeah, dude. As long playoffs, as Mike McCarthy man. doesn't get in the way. I mean, seriously. <laughs> That's the team probably I, their biggest fall. The team downfall. in the NFC who should be a player, all they need to do is get healthy and Honestly, I mean, they should have won last week against Arizona. If you look at the box score, they won that game by 55 yeah. points, but Andy Dalton couldn't stop throwing up in the red zone all over himself. The red squirt gun. They the need to get Jameis gun. back. <laughs> we need Michael Thomas back. We need Jarvis Landry back. But you guys, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Brady suck. That is a very easily yeah, winnable yeah. division, like I said, preseason. But the Saints can't get healthy, so they're probably screwed.